0: And give you peace. In this episode we'll begin a new study of the book of Ruth from the Old Testament. If you have a Bible with you, turn to Ruth chapter one, and follow along while I read. In the days when the judges ruled, there was a famine in the land, and a man of Bethlehem and Judah went to sojourn in the country of Moab, he and his wife and his two sons. The name of the man was Elimelech, and the name of his wife Naomi. The names of their two sons were Malan and Kilion. They were Ephrathites from Bethlehem in Judah. They went into the country of Moab and remained there. But Elimelech, the husband of Naomi, died, and she was left with her two sons. These took Moabite wives. The name of one was Orpah, the name of the other was Ruth. They lived there about ten years, and both Malan and Kilion died. So the woman was left without her two sons and her husband. Then she arose with her daughters-in-law to return from the country of Moab, for she had heard in the fields of Moab that the Lord had visited his people and given them food. So she sent out from the place where she was with her two daughters-in-law, and they went on their way to return to the land of Judah. Have I yet sons in the womb that they may become your husbands? Turn back, my daughters, go your way, for I am too old to have a husband. If I should say I have hope, even if I should have a husband this night and should bear sons, would you therefore wait until they are grown? Would you therefore refrain from marrying? No, my daughters, for it is exceedingly bitter for me for your sake that the hand of the Lord has gone out against me. Where you die, I will die, and there will I be buried. May the Lord do so to me, and more also, if anything but death parts me from you. And when Naomi saw that she was determined to go with her, she said, No more. So the two of them went on until they came to Bethlehem. And when they came to Bethlehem, the whole town was stirred because of them. The women said, Is this Naomi? She said to them, Do not call me Naomi. The book of Ruth is a story about a family that takes place during the time of the judges. Judges were rulers in Israel before there were kings. There's a book in the Bible called Judges that uh, talks about the different people who led Israel as a judge. And it was during this time that this particular family left Israel, went to Moab, experienced Tragedy with the loss of the father, the two sons married Moabite women, and then those sons died. When the sons died, one of their wives stayed behind in Moab, but one clung to Naomi and went back to Bethlehem in Judah. From this story, we learn how Ruth became an Israelite and ends up being an ancestor of King David and ultimately of Jesus Christ. As we look to make application of this particular section of Scripture, I want us to make note that even though Naomi and her family had fled Judah, they were able to go home. God lets us know from this story and many other places in Scripture that we can always go home. God is always willing to let us return to him. You know, when Solomon dedicates the temple in second Chronicles, God tells him that if his people who are called by his name will repent and turn to him, he will always take them back and heal their land. In James chapter 4, verse 8, James tells us that anytime we're willing to draw near to the Lord, he draws near to us. Jesus tells a parable about a prodigal son who wastes the things that he had been given, but is able to return home. And we're told that this is a picture of what God wants with his children who may have wasted the blessings they've received from him. God wants us to know we can always come home. So wherever you are in your life, no matter how far you feel from God, you can always go to where he is, and he will accept you. Naomi and Ruth do this, and their journey teaches us some things, especially when I look at Naomi and the boldness with which she's willing to go back to her homeland and and the conviction that she has that that is where she needs to be. When she explains where she's going and what she's doing, her daughters-in-law want to go with her. I think we can take from that that when we boldly go where God wants us to go, people will follow. Jesus said in the Sermon on the Mount, You are the light of the world. A city set on a hill cannot be hidden, nor do people light a lamp and put it under a basket, but on a stand, and it gives light to the whole house. In the same way, let your light so shine before others that they may see your good works and give glory to your Father who is in heaven. We are the light of the world. We're supposed to let that light shine in a way that draws people to God. When we boldly go where God wants us to go, people will follow. Paul writes in 2 Corinthians chapter 5, starting in verse 17, God making his appeal through us. We implore you on behalf of Christ, be reconciled to God. We have been given by God a ministry of reconciliation. We should live and speak in ways that make people want to know God more. When we boldly live the life that God has given us to live, when we boldly go where he wants us to go, people will follow. But we need to realize it was not only Naomi's boldness and commitment that caused Ruth to follow her. It was the relationship that Naomi had with Ruth. The relationships that we have should make others want our God to be their God. The ultimate expression of God's love to another person is when we love each other. And for people to experience God's love, we have to love them. We have to be in a relationship with them. Our relationship should make other people want our God to be their God. But we learned some other lessons from Naomi as well. Naomi is going back home after being gone for more than 10 years, after abandoning her people in search of food. Now she has to go back and try to reassimilate into the society of Judah as she probably expected when she comes to town. People are looking and talking and wondering what's going on. She certainly couldn't have felt very comfortable and maybe have even worried about her own safety. Maybe it would have been easier just to stay where she was. But we need to realize that going back to God is more important than our perceived comfort and safety. And we understand that there may be consequences to deal with, But it's important to deal with those consequences, to allow God to shape us and mold us through those consequences and grow closer to him rather than stay in a place where we have a false sense of security. When we begin that journey, there absolutely may be people who question our motives and intentions. And the same way Ruth and Naomi had to put up with the questions and the whispering when they came back, people may wonder what we're up to. But we can't let people talking about us, people misunderstanding us, keep us from doing what God wants, from putting ourselves where God wants us to be. Because, see, being at home under those circumstances is better than any other alternative. God wants us to be with him. And in his hand is the best place to be. It doesn't matter what it looks like in other circumstances. Being with God, living the life He's called us to, is the best way to experience life here and to be prepared for eternal life. Often we avoid doing the right thing because of the consequences, but we need to realize avoiding the places we need to be and the things we need to be doing have consequences of their own. If Naomi had stayed in Moab, There were consequences there. She couldn't find a husband. She was too old. She couldn't give her daughter-in-law a husband because she didn't have any other children. She would have been an outcast because she didn't belong there. She didn't have any rights. She didn't have any property. There would have been consequences for her staying in Moab. So as uncomfortable as it was to go back to Judah, she had to. It was the place she was supposed to be. Just because there were consequences that she didn't like didn't mean she wasn't supposed to go. It just means those consequences were better than the alternative. And remember, all of these tragedies befell Naomi and her family when they separated themselves from the community of Israel, when they were no longer a part of those people, when they were no longer connected to God himself. We can learn from that, that being disconnected from our source of power, our source of protection, provision, satisfaction, when we're separated or disconnected from God, it can leave us with a very empty feeling. Remember what Naomi said in verse 21, I went away full and the Lord has brought me back empty. If we don't realize that God is the source of all that brings us satisfaction, we'll always have an empty feeling. We'll never quite be full because we're trying to fill that void with things that aren't capable of doing it. But there's something to be said for being empty. Remember what Paul said about Jesus in Philippians chapter 2, that Jesus, being in very nature God, did not consider equality with God something to hang on to, but he emptied himself, taking the form of a servant. Something very special can happen in us when we allow ourselves to be empty of self, when we empty ourselves of the illusion that we can find our own power, protection, provision to satisfy ourselves by our own effort. When we empty ourselves, it leaves room for God to move in, to take over our lives, and to make us the people he desires us to be. Thank you for listening. You can find more of these messages on our website, calerachurchofchrist.org, or subscribe to the podcast on your favorite podcast app. You can also like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter.